happy to answer all of them. <laughs> Came back from the Bahamas with a puka shell choker. Love. Tan. So tan. <laughs> I walked down the halls and everyone was obsessed with me. Like they uh, thought I was like so hot. I yeah. never got that attention before. <laughs> this was 10th grade. So everyone gave me this newfound attention. I was like, I need to make this last forever. Like this is, I, I'm a new person. So what I did was I ex- tried to extend my tan for months. I went to the tanning salon because I got all this attention. I went to the yeah. tanning salon like every week <gasps> and I would extend the tan. And everyone was like, how are you still tan? <laughs> and I denied it. I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you Drew, you're 16. so... T- do you know Araby? Do you know James Joyce? I feel like yes, you just yes. told us a, a short Irish story. Yes. Like a boy <laughs> and coming of age story. Hey, Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little? Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I know I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> hey, Con. Hi, how are you? Nice to see you. I'm good. I'm good. Did you... Uh... All my boys clubs this week are... I feel like it's been such a long time since I had a boys club that actually was commenting on the the, the, the state of boys. Sure. They're usually just random things at this point. Okay. We've like almost run out. But I think I have three and they're all just like kind of like gay. And like one is nudes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's kind of tied to mine this week because mine this, for this week was going to be thirst traps. Oh, and what's crazy is somehow those are not always the same thing. <laughs> You're like, that's <laughs> not what it should be. Okay, so what do, you, what do you have to say about nudes? I don't know. I just feel like we're doling them out too easily. I think that, that we should stop. And I think that it's... it. The age of the internet did transform the naked photo. I know. Because it used to be maybe you would like physically give one. Like how much sexier is that to like give somebody a picture? And I think that then to like send, I'm going to take it a step further. Like I think sociologically also maybe transformed our relationship to our own naked bodies. Yeah. Like I just, I don't know. It used to be secret and it used <laughs> to be between you, God and whoever you trusted. Yeah. <laughs> God willing. God willing. Like, and I don't know. It was so fun because it was such an intimate thing to like allow access of your body to someone. And now it's kind of like, we just send them literally yesterday. Someone texted me on Grindr which I paid $40 last month because I wanted to send an expiring photo. Literally, <laughs> not last night. Last night, I... Like, Wait, what do you mean, $40 for an expiring photo? To send a naked photo that's going to disappear. Because I was like, well, actually, I do have to send this. What? I know. Does it make get sense to you? Like, you get this? Yeah. I was like, I need to spend $40 <laughs> for right now. Wait, okay. So, Grinder allows you to send a photo that will then disappear if you pay $40. And theoretically, you cannot screenshot it. But I'm not sure that you can't... Like, I don't know what would happen if someone, like, recorded it. Or, like, I'm not sure, like, what that whole situation yeah. is. Yeah. But you just got to let go and, like, God in trust. Public company Grinder. I know. Wow. That's so interesting. And so otherwise it just stays in the chat, presumably? Yeah. They just stay in the chat forever. So like yesterday. That's pretty fucked that they make you pay for that. I know. It's I know. To, to protect your naked body is a privilege in this world. It truly is. So yesterday someone messaged me and they were like, hi. And I didn't respond because I didn't want to. And then an hour later he sent a picture of his frontal. And then I was like, I'm still not responding to this. Like that wasn't the problem. And I that just That is to. so crazy that you can just be sent a dick pic by anybody within a radius. I know. And it gets crazy. Oh, radius. And then an hour later he does <laughs> hole. A hole. Full hole. <gasps> wow. And I was like, well, how did, did you have a timer set? Every hour I'm getting like a new thing. And it's like this Do you think is, this is going out to just you or do you think there's like a listserv that he's sending to like a bunch of people? Just well, I was flatter. Now I just feel like I'm just another, <laughs> another statistic. <laughs> <laughs> another anonymous list sir. yeah well i feel like it's probably i mean i'm sure straight people deal with this too but i bet gay men probably have 
like the nude situation is probably some of the diciest just in terms of like like that you're just getting them at random i know it's like send me your morning page send me a journal <laughs> send me some send me, like i love there's nothing hotter than seeing someone at a family wedding and being like oh you have family wow like, and you're not- the hottest one there at the straight wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it tends to be true especially like new yorkers you know yeah and then my other one Okay, so I was just at the gym and I was wearing this shirt that says State of Gratitude on it and I got it in Fire Island Pines and then this guy was like, I love your shirt. And I was like, this is, when people like that, that specific shirt, they're either a Christian or an alcoholic because that shirt is an alcoholic shirt, but Christians like it. Like one time I was walking by Planned Parenthood and this woman was like, I love your shirt. And she was a protester. <laughs> she was mad at Planned Parenthood for the abortions. But she was happy with you. But she liked me. And I was like, I have so many enemies. I'll take anyone. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. And I was like, it is like so to walk around and be like, yeah, like something crazy happened to me and you're going to see it on my shirt. Except for unless they think you're Christian. Or, well, what, what the crazy thing would be touched by the hand of the Lord. <laughs> God God willing, it's the hand of the God Lord. Willing, God me. willing, that's the only thing touching you. Um, wait, okay. So your state of gratitude shirt, did this person know? Wait, so this guy at the gym totally knew. He was like totally Knew it was from the Pines? He, yes. Okay, I think so. Do they, I didn't know they had stores there. Well, I, no roads, but there are stores? There, there are two stores. Um, I know the, there's like the Bodega one. Okay, so there's Her. three stores, okay. <laughs> which but also at the gym, there was this guy in a Pines wrestling shirt that I was in love with. We're getting close. It's about that time again where people are going to start going again. I know. I, was just I don't like the way you said people. We can go. That was third person. We should make it. We should make real plans. Do you have year. room in your house? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll, we will. We need to make plans. We need to make plans. Boys, if, at if home, anybody has a space for us. We know some of you are old because sometimes you message us and you're kind of <laughs> older than we envisioned <laughs> listening. It's funny how you can get reverse catfished. <laughs> okay, what's your we last voice club? our listeners are Gen Z and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> They're all boomers. Um, what's your last voice club? You know, I don't remember. Okay. But I feel like I did finally comment on the state of the boy. Okay. Mine, one of mine was thirst traps, but we kind of already did that. And my other one. No, I disagree because I think thirst trap is a hotter thing. Thirst traps are what you're putting out into the internet. Okay. Wait, I have to say something about that. People have been now, like I have people that follow me now who I don't know, which is a, a blessing and a curse, I would say. And people have decided that it's okay to just comment whatever they want. Like, I, I, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm putting my naked chest out there so people can probably say whatever they want but i'm like really it 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 used to be like i was just putting out their straps to sell tickets to our show and uh for my friends and now it's like people have no anxiety random people just like not even responding in dms like commenting and i'm like this is public anybody can read what you have to say i don't know it's freaking me out no people are writing weird things about your body it's freaking me out a little bit and yeah you know what I don't know. Remember when Tessa was on and we're like, remember when people say mean things, weird things about your body, like in public. And it's like, now they're doing that to you on the internet. I know. It's so interesting. Um, but anyway, my other boys club, in addition to thirst traps was tea because I want to be a tea drinker, but I think it's so gross. Tea? Tea. Like tea. You don't like tea? No, I like coffee. You know what you need? I don't like tea. You got to get some of my aspartame. I got to put some, my blue packets. some fake sugar in I got there. 2000 coming next week. <laughs> I am running Are a you- cafeteria. <laughs> They don't even sell that on Amazon. You're like calling up like vendors and like, <laughs> they're like, what size is the school? And you're like, don't ask questions. It comes in a cardboard <laughs> box, no label. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like exploding with blue packets. 
Okay, well, I guess that's a difference. I need, I need. You gotta get. Yeah, it's supposed to be sweetened. I know, but I've just like I've tried a couple different teas and I've never. And but I, I everybody seems to think it's better for you than coffee. Oh, as it probably is. They've been drinking tea since then. I know, I know, since the beginning of time. But coffee. One so time, good. I went on a date to a tea thing with this infectious doctor of disease, and <laughs> who lived on the Upper West Side. But I could never figure him out emotionally, and I ghosted him. But I miss him if he's listening to this. <laughs> I always will wonder. Right in if you're listening. Yeah, what was weird is he really liked that movie with Timothy Chalamet with the cannibalism, and I was like, I don't want to talk about this again. Mm. Right? Thank you. I know it is a weird flag. I don't know what color flag it would be, but it's like something and something of note. And yeah, red flag for we went on this blood. Like, tea date, and it was so sweet where they just like bring you special teas, but you can't bring aspartame. There's no aspartame there, <laughs> so you just have to like come in. drink it raw. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. I'm really gonna try to force myself to like tea. I think. Well, I have this one tea called Smooth. We're trying not to talk weird anymore. It's smooth. <laughs> it is a laxative tea. I'm trying to be normal about my body on the <laughs> But I only I don't do it for weird body reasons. It's just sometimes it's good to be empty. Like not yeah. even just like yeah. in a in a in a weird way. Just like a Such is the gay man's prerogative. Yes. Yes. I know. And yeah. then there's this other one that is supposed to make your skin shine. A tea? Yes. We'll have to check that out too. You know I love a yogi list. tea because they all have little inspirational messages on them. Yeah. Maddie's into tea now, and so I'm trying to get into tea. Well, well, never too late. All right, boys, we have an amazing guest this week. He was on one of our very first shows I think we ever did. Like, There's actually a lot of lore around it. Can we talk about the lore? Oh my gosh, that's right. Um, boys, our guest this week is an amazing comedian, writer, actor. He has a show at Littlefield on April 17th called Drulia. He and our former guest of the pod, Julia Shiplet, are splitting half hours. We're so lucky to have him. Boys, please welcome Drew Anderson. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Oh, thank you for having We're me. We're so excited to have you. I'm thrilled to be here. It's I love been I a long time coming. I'm, oh I'm always God. singing your Praises. Oh, thank Clip you. For real. We love you. And for we real. that's right. I forgot that. I think we were trying to have you on a show like a Your long time ago. Your house was broken and, into. And something got, yeah. <laughs> you had like an emergency. <laughs> that's I lived in Bushwick. Wait, was it really I, robbed? Well, we always wondered. <laughs> yeah, some things were taken from it. Wait, I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. Your computer. That's okay. No, no, no. Like, it, it was more like random things. There were some electronics that were taken, but it was like... it. it very few things were True. taken. True, what electronics? It, like electronics, like I, I think we had like a clock that was taken. We had like a DVD player that was taken. Wow. It's like 1990s. Wait, <laughs> I know, I that's actually like Somebody electronics. Like, like traveled uh, in time and they were yeah. like, this is the good stuff. I don't random even, people pay money to get rid of trash like we, that. You know? I know, that's right. <laughs> they did us a service. <laughs> no, it was so strange. There were a bunch of random things missing. It was more so just like, we were just scared. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's super. Yeah. yeah, that's. But that was crazy. Yeah. I remember I came to that show was like near Union Square. Yeah. Um, do you like tea? It's so funny when you were talking about that. I also I drink coffee regularly, but then I'll have moments where I'll try tea for a few days and I'm like, this is my new life. Like I'm going <laughs> to drink it. I get up. It is so much easier on your stomach. It's like you feel lighter. Yeah. It does give you that little energy. Like I, I'm drinking black tea in the morning, but then like. After four or five days, I'm like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. Like, I need coffee. I'm fully addicted yeah, to it. Yeah. But I will say, like, sleepy time tea at night. If you're, if you're, like, I was feeling anxious last night. I drank some sleepy time tea, and it was it really worked. That's the it other worked. cool thing about tea is that they like coffee is kind of a one one yes. size fits. Yes. It's like a one. It does one thing. It just wakes you right up. And and yep. then yep. tea. There's a lot of different teas. Do you have anxiety? I have anxiety, of course. <laughs> like like doctor. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not on medication, but like I have you know a, a ton of um, inherited trauma because I'm Jewish, so it just sort of comes <laughs> with the territory. But I think generally speaking, yes, I'm very very anxious. But I it has subsided a bit in the last couple of years. I don't know if it's from 
journaling. You mentioned morning pages. You know, I do that every do morning. I have to do that. It's hard. It's it's hard. Do you do three pages? No. And you're like, how big is this journal? From yeah, this that, that's a, that's. A, I mean, I could do three pages if they're little, you know, little pages. Three pages is a lot. Because at lot. some point you're just like, yeah. 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 I was on a kick with it for a long time. I think morning I did like pages. almost like two or three years straight. Yeah. I was doing it oh. pretty much every day. And I mean, yeah. In the last like six months, I, it's been so sporadic. The I thing, the thing with the artist's way is that like, I don't. I think I've. I don't think anyone I've known has gotten past chapter six. I've never Did actually you get through, through the whole gone thing? through the book. I just started oh. doing the pages. Oh, 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 oh. Just okay. like whatever I got. I, gotta go. yeah. I own the book and own I kind of looked at the headings. Well, that's, <laughs> you're not alone. Connor. <laughs> you're not alone. That's, that's why they're headed. How many chapters that's why are they there? do that? I think there's like 12. I was hoping it was going to be 12. <laughs> if it's 12. I also am sober and I did not engage with that. Yeah. I was not doing I those 12 steps. I could be wrong, but it is, or maybe it's 10. I don't know, but I only got through chapter six and I stopped, but one of them that I really liked was like envision your life anywhere else. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know about New York, if you didn't know about comedy, would you be a fisherman in a town outside of Boston where you never know what time it is? Yeah. And you have a wife and you've got kids yeah. and you're so excited to see their Christmas play. So you're straight in this other world. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing keeping you gay is being in New York as a comedian. Gay. The moment you I got to have something to talk about up there. What if that's what turned <laughs> us? It's like you heard about comedy. You loved men that moment. You were like, that was the moment. Uh, Jenna I mean, Maroney. like, there, something that it asks you to do in, in the artist's way is go on artist's dates, yeah. it's called. And, like, yes. and so you take yourself out. You go to the museum or you do something that's, you know, reigniting your relationship to yourself as an artist. And it, like, I always felt, like, strange doing it. Yeah. Like, I always felt like... It was old. every time it was a movie. Be, every time it was a movie. And it, you're right. You leave your body. <laughs> you're watching yourself, like, at the museum. or it, But it, like, it just kind of made me feel like, like... A widow, <laughs> you know, know what I mean? Like I was kind of just like going about my day. It just felt very—I don't know. This guy just has himself in his practice. That's all. Like yeah, just like a woman who, or like a divorcee who yeah. was just kind of like, okay, here we I go, know. taking myself out. It's like know? Carrie Mulligan in a camel coat with yeah, a scarf yeah. living in a museum. It just felt a little sad, but like ultimately, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people love it. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but. I don't know. Honestly, I don't, I don't know anybody who has. Wait, do you feel, so you stopped doing your morning pages. Do you feel a change? <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. I've been trying to think about it because I definitely feel like the last like six months, and I don't know how much of this is seasonal and how much is just life or the state of the world, but I'm feeling more anxious and more depressed these days than I feel like I used to. And I don't yeah. know if that's because I'm not journaling anymore. I need to get back into it. There was a while where I was just like, I don't want to think about what's been on my mind. And yeah. so like, I'm not even going to journal cause I like don't want to have to think about it. And yeah. I think I also probably just got out of the habit and that's part of it. But my yeah. biggest issue is like, I have like a little morning routine that I do. I'm trying to be better about like carving out time in the morning. Cause I can just like get up and immediately I'm like time to start to work. time to time to start doing stuff. And like, so anxious about getting the day started. And I think I stopped doing morning pages cause I was like, well, I, I'm There's wasting time. To do. I'm wasting time. Right. And it's like, that's not a waste of time. And you also like find yourself just doing, you know you, you yeah. find yourself scrolling on your phone for 30 minutes or like exactly who even knows what watching tv yeah. it's like you could do it it's really hard though yeah it's so and it's like looking at a blank page versus yeah. looking at my phone yeah yeah i know what the mind wants <laughs> where i go but i'm trying to get back into it because i i do think it is helpful because i'm really grateful that i had it for like I mean, I definitely started like right before I came, like transitioning came out, and so I have like a record of like how I felt every single day That's for like so the nice. first like two years, which totally. I think is like invaluable. Yeah, for and it's sure. been nice to like look back and be like, what was going on then? Like, what was I thinking about like that day when these things were happening? And I yeah. like have like exactly what I was feeling. So that's like really nice. And so I kind of regret 
missing the last six months. But I, I'm gonna I'm trying to get back into it. Yeah, I think it can like legitimize. I get very anxious too, mm-hmm. and it can like legitimize the things that you're anxious about and then uh, like sh- invalidate their legitimacy yes was I, that a riddle yes. no 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 yeah totally <laughs> no like you're right it's I, like I you're untying the you. knots in of your course, brain yeah. of course, and you can you, just you can read it you can see it on the page and you're like oh like what am i even freaking out about right yes or you go you go deeper and you're like oh i'm actually anxious about this yeah and not yeah. this other thing that's yeah. just kind of a distraction yes because sometimes you have to write it down and like read it back to yourself to be like oh that's actually not that bad or like that's not as big of a deal as i thought it was or like sometimes for me i'm like i'm trying to force myself to do too much in a day and then yeah. i'll write out what i actually have to do that day and i'm like i actually oh. have quite a busy day maybe i should relax for yeah. a second <laughs> right, right, right. it does feel like it there are certain mo- the times where it's like the anxiety and whatever you're sad about can like feel like a box in your brain and you have to unpack it onto a page or it's going to sit in your little brain all day and you're always yeah. gonna be like that's true. A little heavy. Sometimes talking to myself out loud helps that way too, though, where I'll be like, okay, I have to do this today yeah. and then I have to do this. Right. And like, Richard these are, these Perez, are the priorities. Do you remember he was on this podcast and he said that he does voice memos that are that. Yeah. And then just like recording oh, the. That's so genius. Like, yes. Oh, you just record Actually, you if it was a voice memo, I think I would do it. Oh, it's do a voice memo. You record like how you're. Like, it's your morning pages, but you're Morning voice it. memos. Oh, I love that. Then all my voice memos would either be me telling the truth or me doing comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> We were just talking about how, like, I cannot listen to another tape of myself doing comedy. It's always, like, because you always, like, play the reel at the beginning or something. And it's, like, my dad, my dad, my dad, my dad. (laughs) I know. Looking at your own Instagram story, if somebody's, like, reposted your thing, like, it just, and, like, there's just a first jolt, second. It's hell. It's hell. It is hell. All my brothers (laughs) are gay. All my brothers are gay. All my brothers are, (laughs) Jesus. And it's, like, stop whining. You're literally whining. Yeah, stop whining. It's whining. But you you are, don't have a house on Fire Island, but you've been. I've been. Oh yeah, I've been. I've never had a proper house there. I've had I've had a, I've done a house on in um, P Town. I love the way you said proper house. That's very proper British. house. I know. Proper. I'm not even British. Wait, you uh, do P Town every year? Most year. The last so last summer I didn't because I um, I opted to go to Europe instead. Cool. Way better. Which was <laughs> incredible. I had to choose because, as we know, P-Town and Fire Island are ridiculously expensive. Yeah, uh-huh. It's crazy. Um, I remember seeing somebody posting, like, here's one spot in on one bed. Uh, yeah, like, and it's like $1,000 for the weekend. No, it's, it's... What are you talking about? Yeah, like... And you'll never be alone. No, of course. But <laughs> I, I need to be alone. Of course not. Um, P-Town I did two summers prior, and it was so fun. The whole summer? No, no, no. We went for one week. Went for it's one really week. really nice. It was really nice. I really like New England. Um, me too. As a thing. You like it as a thing. Yeah, yeah. I went there. I went to be town one time when I was 20 years old. Yeah. And I stayed in an all male <laughs> B&B or like motel. Uh-huh. It was called Gentleman's Quarters. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, that's so interesting. They have like a, a men's only yeah. hotel. And was it fun? Was it horny or was it scary? Horny. Okay. Both. And scary. All of the above. Yeah, sure. Really scary. <laughs> right. And I was there for work and that's where <laughs> they put us up. Wow. Wait, is this when you were with Alan Cumming? Yes. <laughs> and he stayed in a proper hotel, like hotel, the yeah. nice one, the Trader's Alan Cumming. Yes. <laughs> and then we, me, and the, his assistant stayed in this total weird shithole. Yeah. That's so and I was funny. relapsing at the time, so I was oh, drunk no. the whole time. Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. Oh no worries. Yeah. Now I'm a comedian. Right, I'm right, a right. <laughs> but at the time it was like, Jesus, we're in Massachusetts. There's sand everywhere. And I'm in this all male motel. Oh, there's nothing worse than, than when the sand is now like in the bed and like everywhere. Oh, God. I know I sand. love that. <laughs> sand. I, do you prefer the, 
beach or the, or the pool? What's your preference? Mm, I think the beach. Wait, totally the beach. I beach. think the beach. But if I was at a place where I had a swim-up bar, you catch me at the swim-up bar for sure. For sure. I've been wanting to be able to be somewhere at a swim-up bar. Or when they have those loungers that are in the pool. So you're like yeah. sitting kind of partially wet, partially dry. What's the swim-up bar? They just pee in the pool. Is that the idea? You just never have to get out? <laughs> no, it just means you get to sit in the pool and have a drink. I just think yeah. it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just, like, you just never have to leave. Like, you could just, you could stay there all day. Yeah. And, and they're, like, making drink. you pina coladas. I've never, I've never experienced that. Wait, I don't I'm think not I, fun. I haven't either, but I, like, because I wasn't 21 yet, but I remember going to, we went to, like, uh, maybe Turks and Caicos when yeah. I was a kid. And yeah. um, there was a swim-up bar there. Kelly Sucker went to Turks and Caicos. She came back and she had inappropriately braided hair. Oh, yeah. They'll do that. They'll that do that. That was, like, huge. That's <laughs> no, a big part of being a middle is, Are people still doing, like, are white people still doing that? I bet she is, and now she works in consulting. I yeah. hope not, but that was definitely the thing that when was I was so growing crazy. up, too. It'd be, like, it was pe- like, people coming back from spring break and, like, all the girls <laughs> have braids. Yeah. And it was, like, the coolest <laughs> shit ever. Like, everyone was, like, freaking. And then, you know, you'd kind of walk with little, the girls would all be, like, walking with a little pep in their step. Mm-hmm. They're, like, you know, swinging their hair around. Their beads. And they're like, That's oh my God, so your mom let you do your whole head. <laughs> I only was allowed to get two. <laughs> oh That's so funny. <laughs> I didn't have anything like that. Not enough Puka hair. beads. I'd come back with puka beads. Oh, the puka shells? Those, yeah. are, those are still in. Yes, yeah. I had a puka. Oh my gosh. Okay, if you I, squint, pearls and pukas look the same. They do. <laughs> I've always said that. You had one though? <laughs> no, I had a. Pu- I got a puka shell necklace. Um, sophomore year of high school. Went to the Bahamas with my dad and brother. And came back. So many questions about your family going. I, I'm, I'm happy to answer all of them. <laughs> came back from the Bahamas with a puka shell choker. Love. Tan. So tan. <laughs> I walked down the halls and everyone was obsessed with me. Like they uh, thought I was like so hot. I yeah. never got that attention before. <laughs> this was 10th grade. So everyone gave me this newfound attention. I was like, I need to make this last forever. Like this is, I, I'm a new person. So what I did was I ex- tried to extend my tan for months I went to the tanning salon because I got all this attention. I went to the yeah. tanning salon like every week <gasps> and I would extend the tan. And everyone was like, how are you still tan? <laughs> and I denied it. I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, Drew, you're 16? so tan. Yeah, I was okay. 16. I, I went to the tanning salon every week. You had a car. I had a car. No, I actually didn't have my license yet. How'd you get there? I took a car. I took a cab. I would... I had I had a this is so embarrassing. I had a huge... No, no. I, I, can't, I had a huge like... Coca-Cola um, like piggy bank. It was this big Coca-Cola piggy bank and I would put quarters in it. By the time I was 16, I, it was filled to the top with quarters. I would pull the quarters from the Coca-Cola piggy bank and I would use that to take a car. It was exactly 10. It was $10 to tan, $10, $5 to get there, $5 to get home. So I would do $20 in quarters. Wow. <laughs> was it miles away? It was like pretty close by. Could you have walked? I mean, I I could have walked. Not post like, tan. You got to let can that you sit. Do you know Arabi? Do you know James Joyce? I feel like yes, you just yes. told us a short Irish story <laughs> of a boy from a coming of age story <laughs> about a pale, pale Irish fella. Can you believe? <laughs> there just is wants such to be electricity <laughs> to realizing that to finding out because I had a similar experience with tanning where it's like, oh, I'm gorgeous. <laughs> no, tanning like unlocks everything. Like I've it never really gotten does. so much attention in my life. True. Still, I, I was sort was of a timid today, gay kid. You know. I was thinking today that it would be, I like might kind of like try to dabble into it. Yeah. It's just hard to do things with like in normal amounts. Totally. Like, like your last sure. spray tan. I, okay. So I went upstate <laughs> with all my close friends and family and lovers and I did get a bad spray tan that was some oh would call gosh. problematic. 
Okay. It was what really, is it? What did it? Was it too bronze? It was maybe just a shade too dark. Okay. I'm dying. I looked like I had. I don't know if I'm making this up. I looked like I had gone through the mud. Like I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> okay. And you were like, how do we look? And we were all like, fine. You look fine. It's fine. And then, and then everyone just laughed. Thankfully, to me. Jen gave you some. Something. She gave me a Dr. Gross exfoliate white, which are crazy strong. And it just <laughs> took it off. Took, took it right off. off. <laughs> so it was on your face. Like it was on the, your whole body. I only get a face tan. $25 in flat iron. We have to go to flat iron. It was, in, it was just your face. Mm-hmm. So the whole other part like of your body was up. a different color. Yeah. Like normal, some would say. <laughs> but I'm in dying. high school, I got really into tanning. And, but my parents were not into that. Yeah, my parents I, were not about that. I, so I, but, and my parents were also kind of controlling and they had to know where the car was because it was theirs. Yeah. And I would, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, I told them that I was doing this musical benefit for this girl with pediatric cancer, which was kind of true, but I only had rehearsal one time and the, it was at a church, the rehearsals that was right next to the tanning salon. So I would always drive the car to the church and then go over to the tanning salon. So if anyone like the receipts were there <laughs> and then I did it literally every day and then I got wow. so tan. My mom was like, you look amazing. And You're I was like, like I got a spray tan and then she got one and it looked bad. I was like, well, I've been in the beds. <laughs> I've been in the beds. And then this, wow, <laughs> I love this plan that you parked the car <laughs> that is like when you're in high school you're like you have to be concocting these types of plans yes you have to be covering crazy. all your bases and crazy. it's like yeah we're queer like we grew up like we know how to concoct a plan <laughs> of course like we you created, gotta we're shifty. created that <laughs> to be shifty. gay is to be shifty uh, of course were you of out course. in high school at the time of this no, story okay no. and i was getting attention from everyone and i just I, I was so excited yeah it was really like the highlight of high school for me brother older younger same Bro- younger brother I have a younger brother older brother and I have two st- younger stepbrothers okay wow which Talk one came about a boys club wait Young- that's, younger brother there's a lot of men younger brother are you the only one who's gay yeah that's, that's only, how it's only supposed one. to be that's how it should be <laughs> enough gay, enough enough gay guys <laughs> that's, that's like an appropriate healthy it's family that many. will go on you know you what know? I mean and then your <laughs> parents you have a mo- your parents are separated parents are divorced yep okay and Both that's remarried. why you went with your brother and your dad Went with my brother and my dad. My older brother was already in college because I was in tenth grade. Younger brother at Rochester University of Rochester. Yeah, literally, my girlfriend from high school went there. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's married now. Wow. Should we get into some boys clubs? Yeah. What is a boys club? I still want to hear about the Bahamas. We'll do it later. What is a boys club? (laughs) Tell all about it. Like it feels very Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah, yeah. It was (laughs) like the boys version. It was really, really fun. I mean, I didn't make any friends though. I'll say I was hoping I was going to make like. Megan vacation Fox. friends? I never made yes. vacation she friends. She's totally in that. Yeah. Did there, you ever she's make a famous line. Vacation friends? No, not even once. No, me neither. Yeah, it's like I was always amazed by kids who could who went on vacation and they came back and they had vacation friends. And it's like, what? Like Yeah, it's like I was so nervous as a kid. Me I wasn't too. really like socializing. Wait, that is such a good boys club. That's yeah, the first let's, vacation wait, friends. Real boys club. That wait, is, we should just talk about that. We can talk about <laughs> that. Wait, the I was gonna say, did you guys ever like feel like you like reinvented yourself on vacation like you were somebody new yeah 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 did you feel like you like leaned into like your authentic self more or less or less 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 less. i tried to like butch it up a little bit yeah you know i like put sun in my hair i was kind of going for like surfer oh i love that abercrombie influence yes of course of course oh i know and i worked there I have to tell you guys. You were that. a model. Wow. No, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> Wasn't the Abercrombie model the same? Oh no, I'm thinking Collins. Abercrombie Kids store. I don't need you guys to know that. <laughs> Wait, does Abercrombie Kids 
Does that Abercrombie <laughs> kids still have the the, the shirtless dudes on the outside? They don't. Okay, because cool, it's cool. like because for it's kids. kids. Yeah, but it was it kind of all weird. Is kids, like, is of. it still in biz? That's a really good question that I don't know. I don't think Abercrombie so. is the ultimate redemption story. Yeah. I know they really had a comeback with their. They did. Their People love really revamping, and it's yeah. like there's a new there's a new CEO, right? Something like that. They've taken like a total new direction with their yeah. with their stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so, did you feel like you reinvented yourself on vacation? Here's what I'm gonna say to you. I don't think that, and I just think that we never went on vacations that were such. Like we would <laughs> always go to just like the beach uh, in North oh, Carolina. Okay. So it wasn't like resort. Yeah, like it doesn't lend itself, and I actually feel really robbed of an opportunity. Opportunity to, to try make something vacation else. friends. Yes. Yeah. Like who? Also, who's I going to make friends with? One time, I just remember someone looked at my bathing suit and said it's pink, and then laughed, and I was like, Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> what the hell? I know, and I'll never forget that. It's crazy the things that we were on the, the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I know. Well, this was in North Carolina growing up. We to, that actually might have been Jersey, but we generally went to North Carolina. Outer Banks. Interesting. Yeah. We did some Outer Banks too. Is that? Are you from North Carolina? I'm from. I'm from Georgia. I'm You're from, from Georgia. Savannah. That's right. But I went to school. We both went to school in North Carolina. That's okay. Not together, but got it. Coincidentally, got it. thirty minutes. Apart. I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> well, we. Didn't go to the same school. It's he just meant time. <laughs> he meant time. Well, that, we overlapped okay. for like a year or so. Okay. Got yeah. It. So one of you is a, a bit older, huh? <laughs> I'm older. I'm going through my Saturn return actually. Okay. Well, you're I, still young. I thought that was good, but someone told me that uh, from Grinder actually that it was like potentially really bad. And we know where we can trust all, trust all right. sources. Right. No, but like Grinder is. I can tell he's smart. He's actually from Long Island too. Huh? Belmere. Oh yeah. Um, well, Drew's Woodmere? not from Long Island. Woodmere? <laughs> Belmont? That sounds right. <laughs> I think like Woodmere. Not, Woodmere. <laughs> Wait, Nico, did you make friends on vacation? No, I never made vacation friends. We went to like one or two places that were like, where they had like, it was like a resort. So they had like the kids club kind yeah. of thing. That sounds or, like, like church to me. Club. Oh my God, totally. That you know was also a about? thing. Like you could go do your like excursions during yeah. the day so your parents could like fuck or yeah, just or like, do whatever they do wanted whatever they to wanted. do. But Is my this parents, Disney? <laughs> no, I don't remember what the like, maybe Sandals. Yeah, or beaches, whatever the one that kids are allowed to go to. But they would have like these, like a like a teen club that was like where teenagers could go hang out. My parents were always like, "Absolutely not, you're not doing that." Like, which of course, like, why would you send your kid oh off to like God. God knows do what? Teen club. Yeah, yeah. But my the parents Natalie were very Holloway story. Literally, I'm sorry. literally. But my parents were very like, "This is family vacation, so we're doing family stuff as cool. a family." Yeah. So okay, that's beautiful. We did a lot of that. Yeah. But that then I didn't make any no no friends. But I definitely remember like. Especially around the time when I was starting to like, because when I was like little, I was definitely like living as a boy. I would wear, I got to wear what I wanted, do what I want, whatever. And then as I started to get into middle school is when I started to like kind of socially get pressured out of that. And, but when we would go around like sixth grade, I remember when we would go on vacations, I would be like, but I get to wear my, the bathing suit I want to wear here. And I get to wear the clothes I want to wear here. And I felt like I got to like escape a little bit and like do that a little bit more. Um, like around that time in my life, but I was never um, then also going to the kids clubs <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or making any friends. So you went on a different vacation every year? Not every year, but like, I don't know, every, maybe once a year. I don't know. We would go to like, we'd go to the Outer Banks and we'd go to Florida sometimes because we're in, we're pretty close drive for both of those things. Oh my God. Well, we will go to North Carolina and I was just thinking about this. Okay. This is crazy. Well, I don't care. So we would go to North Carolina and one of my earliest memories is my dad. He woke my brother. I don't know if this is going to be a, my parents, I don't care. If you're listening and you're in Philadelphia, I'm sorry. This is my version of events. We would always go with my cousins. And this one year, my dad was going to take us to the rides, the roller coasters, but my cousins weren't allowed to go. And sorry. Wait, that's like, how it was. Like Bush Gardens or like. No, like so the kind of thing you you totally Six might die flags. on. I'm like oh, notebook vibes. Oh, oh, 
Oh, like a like a like a like Grand Prix, like, like a kind traveling of just, yes. circus type thing. Yes, and it, I just okay. remember the smell of oil from the cars, the little go karts and stuff. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah so then yeah. he woke us up really late at night to take us because there was a hurricane that was coming, and we might have to end the vacation early. And he didn't want us to like go through the year without having to go to, getting to go to Aww, the roller coasters. So he like woke us up literally late of night, dark of night just to like sneak us out. And then I thought about it years later. And then, because I thought about, we went like last year for, or maybe, no, yeah, we went last year, two years ago. And it was right after I'd gone through this crazy breakup and I was so sad and devastated. And I was like, why doesn't this person, I'm like, I love this person, why doesn't this person love me? And then I, we like, it came up and I was like, oh my God, this dad that woke me up in the middle of the night to take me to the roller coasters. I was so loved. Why am I so obsessed with this? I don't know how it came about this, <laughs> but it was very transformative. And I was like, I don't know if he realized that when we were like three, four years old, but it's like one day he'll be 27, gay, sad, and I'll think back to this and be like, I was so loved. <laughs> that is so sweet. I mean, like, that's like, that's love in its purest form yeah it's Wait, like knowing that so he snuck you out at like 8 p.m <laughs> literally probably 8 p.m. <laughs> to yeah. go like for the last like two yeah. hours so that it was open yeah that's cool that's cool that's i thought like, for a second i was like did you drive somewhere like through the night to get there for like opening morning <laughs> no we were not morning people in that way yeah well that's, that's fun so you got to take your kids to the rides you gotta because one day they're gonna be they're gonna be in that situation they're gonna have to know that they're yeah. <laughs> Screenplay. <laughs> That's the plot of After Sun, more or less. Oh, I uh, love that movie. I need it's to a movie see it about movie of oh, you the, that it. year. You have to see. I it. need to see it. I need. To, I still need to see that, and Paul I need Mezco. to see all of our all of us strangers. Yes, still. yes. Saw I've that heard too. It's sad. It's really good. They're both yeah. great. After Sun is incredible. I need to see it. I've Paul only Mezco. heard good things. She has number one, and I won't spoil it, but she has vacation friends on that. Cause she has like those older she kids does. that give her like the beer bracelet. She yeah. does. She's she really does have yeah. vacation. Yeah, friends. I maybe could have used some vacation friends. Maybe I, like because I feel like at that age you need to meet people that are like older than you who can like teach you. Because we've talked about this before on the pod, but like I was the oldest of four, and so my pa- and my parents were like Catholic strict. Not that crazy, but just like we're like not letting me watch R-rated movies, not exposing me to anything. I was like very cla- like just secure from all that yeah. all the time and so i probably could have used like some random kid from somewhere else to just be like this is what this is and this is totally. that and just like of to course. learn learn a thing or two you needed my babysitter emily that showed us the degrassi episode with the penis pump <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's like you need those older kids to like yeah, show yeah. you the slutty it's like the slutty stuff yeah you need yes. to like learn about and now life. all of you are gay where is she <laughs> To blame she's a lawyer in Boston. <laughs> I know where everyone ended up. There, you do need someone whose parents weren't totally hands on to kind yeah. of show you the ropes. I love Jacqueline Novak's joke in her special "Get on Your Knees," where she's like, "If you you can't ask, like she was like the older sister's friend is who you like. No, your friend's older sister's friend is who you need because like your friend has the same information as." You right, and right, the right. older sister has the same information as her, but one more over diagonal. Now we can get somebody with some new information. Right, <laughs> and it's like the, you feel like the person isn't like protecting you from something. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. no like stake in your game. Care about they don't you. care about you. Exactly. You need somebody who doesn't care if you live or die. Just has information. That's right. Wait, so you grew up middle child? Middle child. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. Middle I'm child. Also middle child. What's that? Also middle child. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's tough. That's really tough. How much older is older? Um. Older brother is four years older than me. Younger brother is just under two. Okay. Yeah. Where are they in New York? No, no. They used to. Um, older brother's in the Bay Area with his family. Love. And then my my that younger was my brother. Dream. I didn't realize it until you said it. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> younger brother's in Denver. Oh, cool. So we're kind of spread just around. Met someone from Denver. You did. <laughs> Random guy. Uh, Grinder. Literally three thousand miles yeah. away. <laughs> Wait, literally, I know. Yeah. 
Um, uh, should we do our, our boys club? Yes, What's a boys yes, club yes, you're yes. a part of? Yes, boys okay. Or not a part of. You can do anywhere. Oh, boys club I'm not a part of. Let's see. Okay, I did some thinking on this. You were talking about Equinox. A boys club I'm really, truly not a part of is cunty gay guys. <laughs> <gasps> I don't know if you guys have ever discussed that. Because we were talking about Equinox. No, the yeah. whole culture around that. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm so, of course. I'm really not. I'm yeah. not. I'm never. And I, I, speaking of Julia, we were talking about things the other night and um we were once at a mixer (laughs) and um we were just i don't know how we got into this but we were talking about how like there's just some gay guys who are just such cunts and also just have no regard for women yeah and it's like so i was hanging out with julia and we were meeting people at this mixer it was me and julia and she was in the middle of me and this other gay guy and this random person came over and like came to like introduce himself and said to Julia like I'll introduce myself to you last <laughs> like and I and I kind of like I just like tore him a new asshole I was like that's not like funny or cool yeah what the fuck and it's like it's so rampant it's just so gross it's not Wait, my was never this recently been, no this was like a, a couple years ago in my head I was like this is Bush's America <laughs> this is 2004 <laughs> yeah this was actually in 1994 <laughs> when Julia and I were hitting the streets you know young bucks running this town it's like they, this goes back to the thing where it's like it's okay not to have an opinion like it's yeah. okay not to have a hard take and like yeah. I feel like he sometimes I think when people don't like they think they need to come off big yeah. and like they need to be like I have a I have a, a personality here and it's like you can just like ease into a space but also it's space. like also it's like gay men who only have only have other gay male friends yep. it's like what is wrong with you yep because I'm like if I'm in a if I'm in a room of people like I'm naturally gravitating towards women like Same. I preach do you know like and all of my closest friends are women so I'm like I don't understand that I don't think it's funny to be like yeah about it it's like it's like also like you just because you're a gay man doesn't mean you're not a man still like you are misogynist you can be misogynist (laughs) and you can be a dick weird yeah it's super strange and i agree i think any gay guy who is only friends with other gay guys that's a red flag for me you're like what's going on yeah i also feel like generally those types of and this is a generalization of course but those friend groups of just gay men it's like this can't i can feel that you guys are like upset with each other all the time and they're just like toxic energy also it's like it is toxic energy because it's like it, it comes down to the fact with some gays or with some people, it's like they only want to be friends with who they can p- potentially fuck. Yeah. So it's like if, if a woman doesn't, you know, present that to you, they're, you're, they're, they're invisible to you or you won't show them respect, which is crazy to me. Yeah. And it's weird. It's weird to like, in my opinion, it's weird to like, it's like women could be your ally. Why would yeah. you cut off some of your only allies no. in this world? We have to band together. Yeah. Wait, so have you ever been to Thai tea? Yeah, I have. I have been to Thai tea. We went to Thai tea. Did you have fun? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. It was so hot out. I just remember us like sweating. Oh, because it's in the backyard of yeah, it was uh, like, $3 bill. Yes. And we went too early, I think. Because it starts I, at like 3. Or, like, yeah. And it was, we I think, definitely I think it was early. free if was you like came. Like August day. Or probably. So it was definitely the summer. And I think it was free if you like got there on the earlier side. So, so we got the poor ones. And so us. we were like, oh, let's go early and we'll get in for free and then we'll hang out. And that's fine. But I think na- we know now that maybe maybe to go later would be better. No, go <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah, <laughs> <It was laughs> those spaces are very hard for me. Yeah. And I never know oh, yeah. what is like internalized homophobia uh-huh. and like what is... No, this is weird. Like, I'm just never, I don't know. It, a room of all gay guys is tough. It's very tough. It's very tough. I don't know if it's internalized. I think it's like, 
it, it just isn't welcoming or kind or loving. It's, you, it's, you can feel yeah. that everybody is Judgment. kind of scanning each other all yeah, the time. Like, yeah, yeah, I felt yeah. super self-conscious about just being like, okay, I feel like everybody's looking at everybody the whole time here. And like, I feel like I have to keep my head on a swivel for some reason. Like the whole, oh, totally. The, it was all just kind of like, you couldn't just sit and be comfortable totally. and like having a conversation. Yeah. 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 And we were there with some of the only women <laughs> in the whole place. Yeah, it's like when I'm in those I spaces, know. I'm like, I'm jetting for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For that reason. And they're staring at us. I'm like, yeah, we are public-facing figures. <laughs> we are. We do have a, a New York-based podcast. They must have seen my reel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. No, it's scary. It's very, it's very intimidating. Yeah. I know. I... Yeah, and I okay. So one time I went on this date with this one guy, and sometimes he'll like my Instagram story just to remind me that he exists. And it's like, okay, follow me or don't like my stories. Just oh, to he doesn't me follow here. you. No, isn't that weird? Wow, that's so weird. But he like that's works so at Google weird. and like says it seems to be happy. But like okay. his theory is that like and he's fucking with your algorithm. I know. <laughs> he's got your metadata. Right, right, right. <laughs> he says that people. He's like his take on because he's kind of in that world, and like his take is that like people in that world like don't like each other. And I'm like, well, then why are they all like? What is that world? Like, what is that we're holding that world together? together like insta-gay I, we always say insta-gay but i don't even think instagram's a part of it anymore like it's just like to your point cunty gay guys cunty gay world yeah what yeah. is the glue of it i honestly think the here's what i think <laughs> i think a lot of gay guys when they were kids or teens yearn to be popular yearn mm-hmm. to be in some sort of like group where they could be the queen bee right or or to just be like acknowledge and be popular because i would say i mean this isn't across the board but i would say like most queer gay people are othered in some ways growing up yeah and they have the opportunity as adults to be the queen bee and everyone wants to be the queen bee yeah so i think there are that that energy comes out in large groups of gay men and because they're, they're the all trying to be the pond. they're all trying to be the lead bitch because yeah. they never had that. That's my theory on it. That's so, so interesting. I, I think that like I, I hear that that yeah. energy is kind of it's this big big soup of yeah. that when you're in gay when you're in when you're in gay spaces with primarily just gay guys, that's the, the feeling. And you can really feel that. You can really feel that. Do you feel... Okay, I, I'm interested in your both of your opinions on this. Do you feel that that is something that is... Because when I picture like this like cunty gay guy, insta gay guy, I'm, I'm thinking of somebody around our age, like somebody younger. And I'm like, I'm wondering if this is not something that occurs for like older gay men, if they have their own kind of ecosystem of something else going on. Or maybe not. Because I'm wondering if that also came about with more just like general acceptance of yeah. and people being able to like live out loud. Because the reason yeah. we, I mean, we're obviously gay too, so we would see them anyway. But I feel like it's kind of even like mainstream people might know like that there's like this archetype uh, yeah. of cunty gay guy. I don't think it's as, I don't think it's as like prevalent. Like if I, if you go to a, if you go to like an old gay bar, like an older gay bar in New York, if you go to Julius, for in- for instance, like there's like, 50 something gay guys hanging out like there's there are a ton yeah and it's not that energy like yeah it's just not i wonder if it's more of a young man's game i think it's a young man's game yeah that's my is my feeling on it i feel like my identity as a gay man i don't think i like i don't think i like understood or like felt like myself totally yeah until i had friends that were like queer and not totally gay not yes. like cis yes. white gay guys yes and it's like oh like and I think part of it is because I feel like queer people, d- oh my God, I feel like <laughs> our queer friends don't tokenize me at all. Mm-hmm. Whereas like gay guys do, and so do like straight girls. Yeah. And it's like queer people who aren't necessarily like the same flavor of queer are like 
see, I don't know, see one another in like such a unique way. Totally. totally. And ultimately it's like, I want to just, I want to just go to a space and just have a conversation with someone. Yeah. And that's hard in those spaces. Yeah. Like just like, how are you? Like what's going on? There's just not a lot of connection. It's also like always interesting to me with like those kind of like stereotypical insta gay, cunty gay guys, how they kind of all look the same. And it's like, how did you strip away all the uniqueness out of being queer? Right. Like, how did you somehow all assimilate to the same thing? Right. Like, yeah. you've you've totally stripped all the diversity out of this of experience. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It's just strange. Yeah. Yeah. But I also I also am not a part of that boys club. Yeah. I say you. this in a Fire Island pullover. <laughs> it says Fire Island, and it looks vintage, but it says 2022. <laughs> and I bought it outside Fort Greene Park on a rack. Wow. That someone was reselling it, you think? Like, was a it woman. like a, <laughs> a lady? Interesting. Yeah. How that can happen. I know. Wow. That Did you go to the underwear party? Yeah, I did. And you you like these things. And I don't, I pointed I mean, at you in a crazy way. Do I like those things? <laughs> like, I, I, it was a novelty to me. You know what I mean? Like, it was something I'd never done. It was, yeah, it was fine. You put your, what? You put all your belongings in that, like, bag and you leave it outside. It was, like, fun. I was like, oh, I checked that off a list. Like, is yeah. it something I'd want to do every weekend? Absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah. No, 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 no. I love going dancing with my yeah. friends. I love being in queer spaces, but I'm not like, um, cool. Oh, it's just a radiator. The radiator. <laughs> um, but no, no, I don't like, I'm not, I'm not running to the underwear party, but I've, I've been. Yeah. Cool. We're going this year. You're going. going. Well, unless you don't want to, I'll go with you. We just have to book it. You can come with us. <laughs> All right. We're going to do a day trip, but yeah, that's also, that's the key. I think that's a day trip. I did a day trip to Fire Island last year and it was perfect. There's something about leaving as the sun's going down and you're exiting Fire Island and it's like like, you actually are in an A24 film. You're like, see ya. Wow. Yeah. Wouldn't want to be it. The boat with the. I bet that's beautiful, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would definitely do that. Do a day trip. Go in the morning. Don't imagine we're going to be able to find anything affordable. I, I always feel like every time I think about going to Fire Island, I'm like, it's already too late to book a house. Yeah. It could be 12 months in advance. It's already too late, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Because these gay guys, <laughs> love them or hate them, they're on it. They they're are on, it. on top of it. They're on it. Yeah. And every time it's like a year out, it's like, well, I can't even envision who I'll be in a year. <laughs> so I'm not going to book a house. <laughs> totally. I don't know what I'll be doing or who I'll who be doing. Who you want to hang out with? Uh, I could be pregnant. You know what That's I mean? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll be nursing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, what's a boys club that you are a part of? You are. That I am a part of. Okay, I also thought about this a lot. And <laughs> I don't know if there's like actually a word, like if this is a specific club, it might be a bit niche, but um, <laughs> I'm in a club of grandma's favorite, <laughs> like grandma's sweet boy. Yeah. Like, I mean, this kind of is connected to the, the one that I'm not a part of, but like I'm, I am a part of that. Like <laughs> parents' favorite, grandma's favorite. Which one am oh, I not a part of? Oh, oh, what we, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, that's sweet. Yeah, Wait, yeah. so your grandma is, um, my grandma, well, my grandma actually just passed away. And I'm oh, sorry. But I'm thank sorry. you, thank you. But, like, I was just, uh, she, I was just her favorite. She yeah. was the best. Yeah. That's nice. That's my younger brother. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm my grandmother's, um, computer password, so I'm the winner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm the oldest grandchild on her like, side, so I got that one in the yeah. bag. I don't know. Like, I was just like a, I was just kind of a good boy. Like, I'll just, I'm part of that club. Yeah. But, like, I'll say, like, good boy, but also, con, con, good boy to, like, the general public, but to my close friends, like, 
a massive bitch. <laughs> yeah. Were you no. a menace in your family? No, I wasn't a menace, but like I, because I was like middle child, I was trying to take care of everybody. But like, I feel like to my friends, I was always like talking shit and reading people, you know? I feel like I was a menace to my parents because I knew they couldn't leave. But then to everyone else, I was like kind of crazy. <laughs> like, I that is that's true. I know. That's true. That We learned that early. It's like, I can do anything to my dad and he won't leave me. I was texting <laughs> with my one of my best friends before and we were talking about this and I was like, it's interesting because like she's seen the worst of me. You know, I've been a, I've been awful to her. I mean, awful, but just like difficult. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I were you like uh like like good with parents and stuff like that? Yeah, I was really good with parents. I was really like I, I was like the kind of the kid at the party who was like chatting with the parents in the kitchen, like, what's <laughs> yeah. up? You know, like that was always kind of my role. Yeah. 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 You seem that. Yeah. It's funny that you're not you don't ever seem like a gay guy, yeah. but you're like introverted and handsome. And I feel like introverted and handsome can come off as like me. But yeah, not yeah, and yeah. I must hear me, but it's like that's it's it, you're like that's so I don't know where I'm going with this, but no, I have a no, podcast, no. so I have to keep. Yeah, 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 totally. It's like the qu- quiet power. I would be scared of you if I didn't know you. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's so interesting to hear. That is actually so funny <laughs> For, to power. me. <laughs> but you're right. It's like I actually because I I am trying to harness that more because I I I like being sweet. I like being kind to people, obviously. But like, I think it can kind of like tip into people pleasing. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to watch that. You've yeah. got to listen to this song called Cheer Captain by Charlie Adams. I'm obsessed with it. Do you know Charlie Adams? No. Watch her be like 13. All the girls <laughs> I like are 13. <laughs> Tate McRae. <laughs> just get it. Dude. I just read about some some kid. Uh, I, I shouldn't say some kid. It's some guy who's a uh, a singer songwriter. I just like looked him up. Or I can't even remember his name. But his wiki Wikipedia bio was like he wrote a, his hit song after a, about a middle school breakup. And I was like, what? what? Is he like a child now? <laughs> no, it's like middle He's school. like nineteen. And no. I'm like, his claim to fame is off of a middle school breakup. Anyway, no. I didn't mean to. Do, but it, it's same thing of like when you listen to a song and you're like, this is really speaking to me. And then you look it up and you're like, they wrote this about a middle school breakup. I need <laughs> totally. to reevaluate things. Oh, <laughs> I know. Tate McRae, she was 16 and she wrote, you broke me first. And I was like, yes. And I was like, I'm so, I, this is a child. Like this. Listen, when you got it, you got it. That's true. Yeah. Some you guys like Olivia Rodrigo. Love. I love, love her. Yeah. I want to go to her. <laughs> I like her fine. Come on. Oh, I'm, I'm I wanna, obsessed with her. I want to go to her concert, but I'm afraid too. it's going to be all 16-year-old girls. <laughs> Wait, can't. she's sold either bratty Four or... Four days in a row? Wait, wow. It, that is crazy. Yeah. She's wow. either the most normal person in the music industry or annoying, and I don't know which it is. I can't tell if everyone around her is annoying. No, this is a podcast. We need absolutes on a podcast. (laughs) Without absolutes, there'd be no podcast. Right, that's the whole purpose of the long form. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) She always seems kind of like mad. And I'm like, but is that because everyone around you is fucked? I don't know. I... I I, I agree. She's a hard one to figure out. I've seen in her in, in an interview, like she did like, maybe it was an architectural digest, like an AD thing. We love those. I love them. And I, cu- I still couldn't get a read on her. I feel like she's sweet. I, I love a good vibe Vampire, from her. of course. Love Vampire, love Making the, the Bed. The whole love that Guts song. album was great. Guts album is really good. Yeah. She is psychotically gorgeous. She's beautiful. Yeah. She's I talented. love that she's angsty. I love like her songs get me so hyped up. Yeah, I love listening. I love good for you. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Just be naming she's everything. Oh, you know, you know what I really love what? of hers is um that song that's can't catch me now from the Hunger Games. <laughs> and oh, it's I don't like know oh, it. I haven't even listened to that. Oh, yet. it's I gorgeous. Okay. I listen to it when I do thirty twelve three or whatever it is. When I like, <laughs> but it's like it's the kind of song where you're just like marching. <laughs> love. Actually, I might do that tonight. <laughs> I love 3012.3. Yes, that's like a nice marching up the treadmill kind of song. Totally. I did 
Orange Theory for the first time yesterday. Do you guys know? Did that? they make you yeah. a heart rate monitor? Yeah. Okay. Did you like that? So strange. <sighs> um, You're trying to stay in the orange, right? That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I. No, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. It is such a weird concept. It's a weird, weird thing. Because it's running, and then it's also like stuff off the treadmill yeah, as well? Yeah, you do treadmill rowing, and uh, then you do like weights. Right. Yeah. Which is nice. And it's like circuit. I went to the one in Park Slope. Oh, my. It's like a circuit, yeah. 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 The, that was like that was like the first like like uh, franchise like workout yeah. thing I think that came to like my hometown. Like yeah. I remember my sisters liked it, and like a bunch of girls I went to high school with did Orange yeah. Theory. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think we had like even like cycle baller or so cycle or anything like that yet. Yeah. It like predates, at least for me, predates like yeah. all that stuff. Oh yeah. It's right. a kind of an OG. Yeah. Orange theory. I didn't even know they had any in New York. They do. Damn. They do. What was the, um, who was in the class? It was all girlies. It was all girlies. Yeah. All girlies and me. What time was it at? Was that one o'clock in the afternoon? Yeah. Oh my God! Do you ever wonder? People? I know we always talk about this. We're like, we How know why we're it? able to be out. And totally, about. totally. That <laughs> How is, are you? That all is the fun, that is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. I experience that all the time. Like if I go to a restaurant and it's busy at like two thirty on yeah. a Wednesday, I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like get out of my face! Like what's going on? Get a job. Yeah, get you, your life together. Yeah. <laughs> so I say this in fitness. And I'm sorry if this is going to roll, but I don't think it will. Um, the ten twenty, the ten thirty people are the worst people. <laughs> like eight and nine it's like yeah oh, you're a yeah. cfo right, you're right, here right, to get right, shit right. done you have right. shit to do you're here at nine because you're going to be at the office at midnight totally the people are there at 10 25 yeah. it's like get you're not life. going to you're an office you're not leaving an office you're awful you're a blogger <laughs> one o'clock Show me the blog. Yes. <laughs> one o'clock is where, but i will say it was a it was a holiday yesterday true Wait, in my defense true. this girl but I even if it wasn't i'd probably be there at one <laughs> oh it was a holiday you're right this girl that was like not at work but I was like, what is your job? And she said she was a podcaster. And I was like, no, I would know of you. <laughs> That's not your job. We know all of all millions of people in the podcast. And we space. would never be like, we're podcasters. Like, that's like the last. <laughs> that's We're not that. This is a passion project. <laughs> right. It's like, it's, it's, and it's a secret. Like, it's, we're not opening with it. The numbers don't lie. It is a secret to most people. <laughs> Boys, please rate our podcast. Every time we rate our podcast, it's like, it's like, it's probably more almost, honestly impactful than voting at this yeah. point, I would say. It does more for queer people than voting. Seriously. That's right. That's right. Um, wait, I wanted to get back to um, um, being the best boy. Um, right. Okay, so you were, did you win any? Because my senior, yes. senior superlative was best to bring home to mom and dad. So yes. I'm in this boat too. Yes. Okay, yeah. so you're also yeah, you're also a, a good a good boy. But I think that's it such came a compliment because it's calling you like hot and charming. Totally. Like that's what else could you yeah. want? Thank you. See, I I thought it was lame at the time. I was mm -hmm. like, because I thought I was like, oh, I, this is mean. I'm too like senior superlative. I got friendliest, which is like oh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have those. But because you want like, like best smile. Yeah, or best dressed. Or best dressed. That was or the like, Or like, like um, you know, best dressed. Most likely to succeed. Most likely even. to succeed. Yeah, there's yeah. other. There's I got friendliest. Oh, God. I got friendliest. And this is, I got most likely to break out in song. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> do you do <laughs> No, but I did theater in high school. Don't but tell it's me like that. in you did too. You know I'm gonna want your resume. <laughs> okay, <laughs> love you too. I, it's not really like. I wish it was more impressive. Senior year, senior year, we did a collection of Neil Simon plays. I Ugh. was one of the leads in that. Not really. That you were much fun. an actual actor. Theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You're not talking theater. musicals. I did musicals too. I did musicals too. But it was like I was always in the chorus. I didn't, really never had my moment in the sun. You didn't need it. I wanted it. I just never came. <laughs> Do you want to know <laughs> where those came. people are, though? Who who got it? Who were the leads? No, they're nowhere. That's to true. Help, don't say they're anywhere. Are they anywhere? <laughs> they're not. What if you really 
It's like Leah Michelle. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it's no, actually Darren Criss. Yeah, yeah. by Darren Criss. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I never got to do any. I was I was always an athlete, so I never did the plays because they were always like overlapped. And I I can't did sing. You, did you want to? Yeah, I did want to do. I you know this is my origin story. I I auditioned for Into the Woods Junior in sixth grade. Oh. Did I ever tell you this part? Oh, it was yeah. the same day. The auditions were held the same day that my little boyfriend at the time broke up with me. Oh. And you've never in sixth this. grade. Yes, I was sixth grade. He you was told the story twelve times. And the Aww. way they auditioned us was they would take three people in at a time to do the songs, and I was sandwiched between two women who were like a year or two older than me, who were like known around no. school for having angelic voices, no. like they were like big on, the, and I just am like shaking. I, love it. I can't. I'm picturing I'm like Nancy Kerrigan. They're both Nancy Kerrigan. They're both just like had these like already like they were just like people who, women who like went through yeah. puberty younger, so and they, they had already to had audition like, in groups of three. Yes, and I had to go in with these two, what and the they had like these bellowing like women's Aww. voices already, and I'm just huge like, knockers. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> These are that's, children, thanks. That's uh, so cruel. <laughs> and I'm like just like squawking away and didn't make it. And then I was leaving on the way home and I was like, I was um I was so shaken up by the whole experience that I was like really feeling pretty down and like kinda and I think I started crying and my friend was like, What's wrong? Is it because he broke up with you? And I was like, No, it's because of the musical. Whole day felt like, Oh god, it's me, Margaret. You know what I mean? Just no, it was a real like whip into sixth grade just being like, This shit's about to be different. It's not oh. elementary school anymore. Sa- that's sad and return. But then I ended up on the basketball team and then did that. So okay. it was fine. And but that paid for college. Well, soccer did for sure. I think but they're tied. I would say soccer and basketball are related. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was Connected. it was like um but I, I didn't even get to be in the chorus of Into the Woods, which I know you said doesn't have a chorus, but it is middle school. <laughs> They'd be wasting your time. <laughs> they could have put me anywhere. They could have let me move stuff around the stage. Totally. I could have been like backstage. Yeah, you're right. Into the it's woods, like, but it's you like where's see this little queer child and you're not gonna give them the space in the theater. Yeah. No, that was the director queer. DJ Queen and yes he was. <laughs> the only gay man on campus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Bullied. Bullied me. Anyway. That is that is really it is like what is the role of the theater program if, if not, not to <laughs> house queer children <laughs> yeah like th- they needed to do that yeah i guess they were like lesbians or basketball's problem i don't know <laughs> well what darren chris is doing in entertainment i think a lot of straight guys are doing in high school theater programs where it's kind of like yeah. what the role that's supposed to be going to a gay guy i don't mean the role i mean like the presence that is darren chris straight literally yeah. married to a Yes. He's straight. What? He's straight. Yeah. I am learning that right he now. He is straight. I, he yeah. is as straight as Rachel Horowitz's bias. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's crazy. Yes. I d- wow. He's wow. straight. And he was on Even Watch What Happens Live and people were flirting with him. And I was like, guys, don't you know he's straight? Like, I just Googled it. And he loves wow. that. Though, you know, like you're saying. Straight guys in, in <laughs> any theater program, it's like they're on a pedestal like you wouldn't believe. Okay, it sucks so, that straight men playing queer roles do continue to excel in this industry. But yeah. then like, Gay men and gay roles, it's not happening for them. Yeah. Well, that's how I thought about all of the strangers. I realized that whatever, where it's like the Oscars, don't remember blah, 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 whatever. You Just, saw it. You saw all of us. Yes. Yeah. Are they, they? They're not both gay, are they? Paul Mescal. They Paul are. Mescal's not. Oh no, Paul's not. Yeah. But the, but um, Andrew Scott is. Yeah. Right? His vibe yeah. is bi. <laughs> Paul Mescal. Can we say that for sure? Paul. For sure. Oh. He's bi-coded for sure. He's like either way, um, searching uh, for something, and I, like I, yeah, I know I love him. Yeah, He's actually like my number one. Have you have Second you heard time. these like stories about him running away from women? Yes. Yeah. What is that? Like going on a full-on sprint. Who knows if it's true or not? I, I don't know. Like but Taylor Swift's song <laughs> yeah. "The Bolter." I'm like, is this about Paul Mezcal? Like, I'm so confused. <laughs> 
Wait, so he would go on dates and then would just <laughs> run away? Yeah, he would just like get to like, they would be like walking in a park, it'd be like the next morning or something, and then all of a sudden he would just sprint and just run away. Which I kind of love. Sundays you're just like kind of testing people, like it's a like performance art sort of thing. You can ghost or you can run. <laughs> like those are I your options. I feel that though at Equinox <laughs> when I stand right in front of someone who's trying to look at themselves in the mirror and do my deadlifts, and I'm just like, you don't own this space, and what are you going to do about it? They're trying to take a picture? Like, we're the, like, they have so much space that they can stare at themselves, and it's like, you can't have, you can't occupy all this space. Like, I'm going to fit in here. Yeah. And maybe that's what he's doing. He's like, what what would what would you do if I did this? That kind yeah. of thing. Uh, I guess it's kind of a test of, like, yeah, what can I get away with? Can I run away from a woman and still have a career? Yes, I guess is the answer. Yeah. But my feeling I didn't know Darren Chris was straight. That is really groundbreaking for me right here right now. Okay, wait. This is more important than what I was going to say about all the strangers. Is that well? All, I just think that when there's a, if a, a gay character in a gay role playing uh, something like that, it just feels like a nice opportunity for the Oscars who have only one time granted an Oscar to a gay character in a gay role to acknowledge that. Anyway, yeah. But with that being said, I was in the band because my mom wanted to go to the Christmas concert, literally, and I, so I was like played <laughs> she the could trombone. Just get a ticket. I know she's ridiculous, <laughs> and it's just like playing the trombone and. They would uh, always at the end of the chorus concert, they'd be like, and there are athletes up here. We've got football players, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, just call us faggots. And I'm like, <laughs> you're so obsessed when a football guy, Don, Danes, Dons, whatever, to like to sing a song. And it's like, we are up here being gay, nice. being queer, and you're trying to delegitimize that. Yeah. Yes. They this, did always want to like highlight the, like, the, like, and look at the straightest guy we got up here. I know. Yeah. yeah. Instead of highlighting all the women and queer people doing the work. Making, yeah. And then he went to Dayton, University of Dayton. Yeah. So, yeah, I never, I, they, the play was always at the same, like, because it was, you know, it was always in the same time as, I don't know anybody who was able to do sports and theater at our school. It was like never, you had to kind of pick. You had to pick. And my basketball coaches would have killed me. Really? So yeah, too much of a time commitment. They were already mad that I was playing Audition. soccer instead of basketball. So like, I don't think it would have worked out. So if I was like, also, I'm gonna do the play, they would have been like, you can. They wanted you to do basketball two seasons. No, because soccer overlapped. So spring was uh, school soccer season. Basketball was in the winter, and then travel soccer outside of school wow. was in the fall. And so I was playing travel soccer. Um, and that would overlap a little bit and it was my priority because it was my main sport and it was what I was about to go play in college. So obviously it was a priority for me. And so I, they, for whatever reason, couldn't wrap their minds around that. So I had to play. Basketball is such bad vibes. It can, I mean, it can be good vibes sometimes. I don't like the way you, it's inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sports are meant for outside. Do you, like, did you, are, do you still feel like very good at basketball? Like, do you love playing it? Uh, I definitely probably can't do as much anymore just cause I haven't dribbled yeah. a basketball in a long time or shot a basketball, but I, I love to like play pickup or whatever when yeah. people do it's hard to find um i find it hard to find enough i don't know either people are too intense or like there's no like, like middle ground i'm trying to find like a yeah like a middle ground of people who are like kind of want to play but not like so crazy because like sometimes you'll get into the you'll see these guys and it's just like too oh. much oh yeah yeah totally so but because like i can hang i can hit, hold my own with soccer like i could play with an intense but like i'm not that good at basketball and i'm so short i'm like i don't need all this yeah i don't need to jam my that finger. hot guy we passed on the street that you play soccer with i tried to google him could not find him on the internet hot guy <laughs> oh i can send you his instagram if you want yes <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't find him anywhere he but is are straight you fyi am i sporty that's a good question like I have little spurts. You're but wearing like, a Yankees hat. I'm wearing a Yankees hat more so just because I think it's cute. That's like yeah. Ben Affleck owning a restaurant, kind of yeah. like I like that. <laughs> yeah, I think of buying a hat. Like I that. love swimming. I love tennis. Yeah, I'm very good at I'm good at those. Olympics but is like, coming up. Yeah, are yeah. we really? Do we care? 
Paris. Paris. 2024 this summer. Paris. I don't like that. I do. That. I think it's fun to watch. I feel like the you don't Olympics like the gymnastics and stuff? It always passes me by too fast. Okay. And I feel like everything's okay. slipping through my fingers. Yeah. Oh. There's no way to It's fun. <laughs> like, where will I like we watching be, swimming. Where will we be in four years when this comes back? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, last time was three years ago. And it was that time. With, was it three years ago? They skipped 2020, right? I think they did it in 2021. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of got yes, all fucked up. That, I guess that was the Simone Biles thing right. where she was like, right, I'm setting right, a boundary and it was right. like, I don't take it for you. And then, yeah, it was the whole thing. <laughs> well, I mean, as a gymnast, I was just talking about this with somebody over the weekend. Like, there's sports and then there's gymnastics. I don't even, like, it's a whole level above. No. Like, people are doing the most insane oh, things. Yeah. Children. Yeah. My sisters both do gymnastics and I remember they would do, like, their conditioning at the end and they would have to, first of all, they'd have to do, like, handstands, like, up and back down the thing, like, a uh, hundred times or something crazy and then they would put the balance <gasps> beams down, like, oh low, like, kind of like the low balance beams that are close to the ground and they would make them do, put their feet on either balance beam and do, like, a split across the balance beam oh. so that their feet were higher than, like, their body no. so they would, like, literally stretch them Hold. out, like, kind of oh. overstretch their legs basically to like <gasps> get their splits better. Oh my God. Eight year old girls. Just like my little sister, Olivia had the most ripped eight pack when she was like seven years oh, old. Bet, we'd I be bet. at, we'd be in Turks and Caicos <laughs> on these vacations and she would just <laughs> rip like this big. Oh, oh. Jacked. No, it's like, I think when you're, <laughs> when you're younger though, it's like, that's the time to do it. Cause like you it's don't the, really feel yeah. you're kind and of you, play-doh. You kind of also aren't scared to like flip no, around cause no, you don't know. No, you don't know anything. Yeah. You don't know about life and death. You don't know that you could just fall. Were you like, did you know you were gay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When you were like yeah. little. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I did. I were did. you feminine? Yeah. I mean, I okay. I would say like, sh- I think I was. I mean, I, I th- no one that I told like that I was gay was surprised, I would say. But I think that like I um, tried to cover it up a little bit, you know? Yeah. But I wasn't like, I, I didn't have like a really faggy voice as a, like, but like, yeah, I was like, you know kind of just like sweet and had like a little bit of a sensitivity to me that I think was a, gi- was a big giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> Are you an INFJ? What's that? Are you an INFJ? I am. I am. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Do you, um, did you have like any like relationships in like middle and high school? I like, yeah, I had like, <laughs> I had a girlfriend in high school. Um, She's not going to listen to this. She went to another <laughs> school named Pam. Don't <laughs> underestimate <laughs> us. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, maybe. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think she follows me. She went me. to another school. She went to another school. Her name was Pam. She was really into horses. Like, I, I would not I be surprised cool. if she is also queer now. Yeah. To be honest. Love, love Met for her because I was working at a, <laughs> our school hosted this big, like, mock trial debate. Yeah. Conference. I forgot about she mock trial. She worked there. <laughs> she, she was, she was competing. And I was like working. I don't know why I was working this event at the school. I was like showing people how to get places, whatever. Playing bailiff. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like we just started chatting. And then that was it. Sparks started dating. Wow. Started, but like, it was so funny because it was like, I feel like neither of us were driving. So like our parents were like dropping us off for these totally. date, dates. We would go to the movies and then, and then part ways. And it was like. Always the movies. We never saw each the other. movies next to a mall. But our conversations. Yeah. Hours on the phone. And this was like pre-cell phones, if you can believe that. Wow. That's sweet. <laughs> on your landline. Re- landline. Landline. For yeah. A, for anybody to just pick up and log yeah. into at any time. Oh, yeah. Totally. Anyone so could have picked up. I don't even know what we were talking about, but we had fun chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But like, Pam. I remember Pam. my parents like dropping me off at the movies for like a little date with my like ninth yeah. grade boyfriend. And I remember we got there. It was the weekend that The Vow came out. Oh, my God. 
which I still love that movie. Oh yeah. Who's is that? That's that is Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams. In Chicago. She gets in a car accident, forgets him. And he has to remind her that they're in love. You gotta watch it. It's so good. It's based on a true story. I love Rachel McAdams. Based on a true story. And There's they're so they're both excellent their memories. <laughs> and um anyway, I remember us getting there and then my fr- uh, two of our like classmates who were also dating were there too, and they were like, We're here to see the vow. And I was like, Well, we can't see this anymore. We can't <laughs> both be in the same theater. That's so awkward. I was like so nervous about being in the same theater as them. And so then we went and saw Daniel Radcliffe's first picture after the Harry Potter series, which was The Woman in Black. Was it, oh, was it scary? It was a bad, scary movie. Yeah. I don't remember being that scared by it. And I was like, I'm literally was there, 14. Was there this only should like, scare me. <laughs> was there only like one movie theater in your town? Like the main There theater? was like, a, there were a couple, but like there was definitely a few that were like the ones you would actually go to. And there was other that were just like kind of shitty. You say that you were like very, like your parents were super strict. I do think going to the movies at 14 on a date, that is like kind of free. Mm, I guess I was, I was in ninth grade. Maybe? To see any movie on a whim. Yeah. Not even the one you intended. Yeah, but also you have to remember, like, I went to school, I went to a, a small, small school where I, I knew this kid since we were in fourth grade. Like, this is somebody my parents oh, have known. Yeah. He know they know his parents. Like, this yeah. is like... He was vetted. It was not some random... Like, they went to our <laughs> church. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like so, like... Mine was random. I'll never... F- random. I never forget. I made out with Cap... Oh, wait. I shouldn't say her name. I made out with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I think she's queer now, too. Wow. And we saw Fired Up. You gave it to her? Yeah. <laughs> I was spreading it. And then another one we saw Bridget Terabithia. I saw that twice. I was in love with Josh Hutchinson. Oh, yeah. Straight Hutchinson. not narrow. Straight but not narrow. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Such a nice boy. Okay. What is this? Called? Oh, Graham being grandmother's favorite. Grandmother's I think favorite. that my grandmother does like me, but I always intend to call her and I don't. And I actually don't do it. And then I only see her twice a year. And then do I, you love her? I do love her. Close with her. I think she's such an interesting person. Um, she's very formal. My other grandmother's dead. She was crazy. And she was very nice, but just totally crazy. Is Hated this your mom's mom? My dad's mom is dead. My mom's mom is just very formal. Yeah. Very nice. Formal. Yeah. Yeah, she like lives in this like nice high rise in Philadelphia. And she... Wow, city gal. She's very up and about. She's around. Yeah. You should go see her when you go home next. I know. I always say to her, it's like, it's funny that we're both kind of in the city and all these other losers are <laughs> in the suburbs. <laughs> Me and you. Yeah. I love in the city that. over here. Yeah. 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 Connected. We're Carrie Bradshaw and everyone yeah. else is like... It's like... <laughs> in the burbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw my grandma like right before Christmas. That was the last time I saw her and it was like so nice. We just had bagels. That is nice. But she was like so funny. So fun. Like Joan Rivers type. Yeah. Did she work? She was so funny. No, no. She was like, um, she was 93 when she passed away. Where's she from? She um, is from like the Bronx. She grew up in the Bronx. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's where my dad grew up. Yeah. From the Bronx. Bronx girl. Yankees. Where did your mom grow up? Mom's from Queens. Wow. We're we're in New, New York, New York, wow. New York. Queens and Br- the Bronx. Yeah. Don't let me question your Yankees hat. Yeah. <laughs> New York They Yankees. birthed you. Yeah. yeah. That's right. What's a boys club you wish to see in the world? Boys club I wish to see in the world. This one I, I really struggled with. This is I'm a toughie. Gonna, this I'm is like community you'd want to form. Community I want to form. Like after today's chat, like thinking about everything we've discussed, like, I don't know, like maybe it's like, <laughs> maybe it's like gr- grandma's favorite sweeties who can assert themselves. Yeah well in a situation stand up for themselves and be um lead with kindness and also get what they deserve yeah oh my god that would be taking, awesome. our, taking, your taking our people <laughs> <laughs> taking our people pleasers and giving them a backbone 
Yes, like, yeah. how great would that be? Do yeah. the people-pleasing thing? Oh, my God. I was actually just thinking this, not to bring it back to Equinox. I don't, I, I, but I was there. And I'm always <laughs> apologizing. I'm always apologizing. I'm always, yeah, I'm always, yeah. I'm always like, oh, my oh, locker's here. Sorry. And it's like, yeah, it's like we I'm need sorry. to stop apologizing to people. Yeah. Fuck all these people. And yeah. it's not just straight guys. We have to stop apologizing to. It's every, everyone, yeah. everyone. Especially in this industry that we're in. It's like, you see the people who are successful. And there are, it's not, not everyone is rude and obnoxious but there's a lot of people who are getting ahead who aren't leading with that so yeah. it's like why not yeah. why not do that yeah what about like, that why not ask for what you deserve and you, and you guys are two great examples of that <laughs> i was talking about it with julia i was like i love your guys show i think you're both so sweet and funny and it's like such a joy because there's like i would say like actually a lot of comedians are, are pretty cool but like some of them aren't yeah Thank you. We, we love Julia Shiplett. When she was on, we talked about her having an HGTV show called Finding the Money with Julia Shiplett. <laughs> following the money. She goes, to the, the, money she goes to the rich neighborhoods for her Facebook marketplace searches. <laughs> oh, wait. Let me tell you something about that girl and her <laughs> little hunts. It's like, I will text her and I'll be like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm picking up an oven mitt in Ridgewood. <laughs> I'm like, she's what? So funny. She she's was saying that, that she's like, I will travel really anywhere really, for anything. She really loves to the find fun things for her apartment and like yeah she just is she loves that i was really bummed funny. i missed her lunar new year party i was so bummed it was so fun i know i saw i saw the particle i was bummed yeah. um wait what was i gonna say about uh oh yeah i we were we actually we were just talking about this with robbie about how people like um i don't know there's people are so rewarded for their bad behavior all the time in this world and it's so yeah. hard to like and it, it makes you wonder like i'm sorry to interrupt you no 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 it I, makes you wonder like should i do be doing more of that don't do that what you just did, interrupt, right. scream, right. Right. <laughs> take up space, take up space. Oh, but yes. it's like, I don't want to interrupt Nico. Like, that's, <laughs> that's shitty. But I think we like, it's a test because he can interrupt you right back. True. That's true. I, I, I find, I don't know. I'm interested to see. I don't know. I think one of the benefits of being a queer comedian is I think I've learned the value of community really quickly because I feel like that we right. are like, incur it, like we, I feel rewarded via like i don't know i feel rewarded for having uh invested in friendships and invested in community and invested in other queer people in this scene but it's hard because but i feel like we're also put in that position because it's like if not us who will will right. vouch for us <laughs> like because the industry is not knocking right they're not calling i mean they're putting darren chris in gay roles and fooling even me <laughs> right, right also just being on watch what happened lives that's a gay role <laughs> 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 to, to even be a guest, yeah. just to even be acknowledged, a guest. Literally, that's so true. He's on it with Alan Cumming. Do you see that episode? No. <laughs> it's Alan Cumming, Andy Cohen, and they're just with yeah, Darren Chris. Yeah. Wow. Three, two and a half gay men. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But I, I, um, I hope, I hope that all of our people pleasers out there, because I assume a lot of the boys are people pleasers. I get that vibe yeah. from who we've uh, the boys at home. He just called you bottoms. He called you no. Subs. <laughs> I called you sides. <laughs> No. We do, oh my god, we can't talk about sides. <laughs> but I, I, I think if I came out as a side, I would lose all my gay Instagram followers in the same way that you sometimes lose followers when you come out as having a girlfriend. And no, people like, are like I, we're out. Actually, true. Don't. Are you a side? No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not. Do you think sides fake? No, I don't think sides fake. I think it's like it's great. It's another another means of exploring your sexuality. I'm yeah. gonna start a side podcast. Well, like a separate podcast about sides. The sidecast. Yes. <laughs> and everyone, I'm just gonna bring someone and be like, "Do you think sides is real?" And we'll go to the next person. <laughs> Do you think sides is real? I'm Man intrigued. Like, I, I'm very much intrigued by it. Like, I just I, can't figure out if it's um a preference thing or actually what's the word when something's wrong with you 
a, a condition. N- condition. <laughs> the neurodivergence. Are you, are you saying you're not sure if it's a preference or if it's something akin to being gay, where it's like you can't choose this? I can't figure out if it's a preference or it's actually like no, you're top. You just haven't like really figured it out. Yeah. Do you think that there's like, mm. and this is I'm not like therapizing. Like, do you think that there's like, okay. do you think that there's fear around it? Like, do you think it's linked to any kind of hesitation or or totally. well, bottoming vulnerability like, for sure? But I also don't even like like that. Like, I just think like with. Yes, a lot of str- yes for sure. Yeah, it actually became a really big issue in this when I was dating this guy, and we were like, never penetrative sex was never brought to this happen. Sorry, and penetrative sex every time we had a kick on, we were gonna talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> penetrative sex randomly became important to him after it wasn't, and then it was this like weird stressful thing where it was like, you need to top this man right now, or you're gonna lose him, and you're obsessed with him, and you're just like, oh my god. Then uh. like I think sex in that situation, I, when I left that relationship, I was like, I never want to be in a situation where I have to ha- like have to do that in the to moment to save the relationship, to save anything. Yes, and yeah. then it was just like very like. I don't know, very stressed out with the whole situation. Yeah. What I need is probably like a random guy on Grinder who's just like, hi, come over, we're going to watch We're the Millers and then no, you, <laughs> you can top me slowly. <laughs> is it kind of... <laughs> well, will the, while, while they're crossing the border and will the, we're the Millers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you should never be in a position to do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. Or, know, or, or do something partner. to like have that pressure to save yeah. something it's like that's not that's not right that's yeah. my version of people pleasing yeah yeah we need to rise up it's tough like i feel like i mean it ha- i feel like this happens a lot at the end of relationships where there's like the sexual dynamic becomes weird if the, you're, you're feeling like it's already coming apart and then like sometimes that can just like yeah. and it never feels good to like leave on that yeah no no and like sours it a lot yeah Totally. Which is a yeah. But listen, sides are real. Justice sides for are sides. Real. Justice sides for are real. And I don't Dude know if I'm works. one of you, but I think you're real if you're a side. <laughs> Watch There's plenty of people. If I become, wait, you know, really? Yeah. I you feel like I also have a preference for not it, like penetrative sex. And every once in a while, I'll do that if it calls to. to you. Yeah. There's a new category on Grinder. Speaking about. Yeah. Called side. Public yeah. company. I just you know feel like every side. Top side. No one ever knows what it is. I feel like these gay people out here, I'm just, they never know what it is. And it's like, Jesus. It's the new non-binary. Nobody knows what it is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait, me and the non-binary people really are a community in that way. I like, I know like that sounds like hard that you're non-binary, but I'm a side. So, like, I totally get it. I totally understand. I'm sorry that I caught. I totally took over your episode. That's not sides. true. <laughs> you, you talked about side at your show that I was at, and I was like, I'm still fascinated. No, no, no. Not that it's you're like, not like you're the side king of Brooklyn, but I'm no, just I like, literally it's, am. It, 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 it's intriguing. Like, I, I would love to talk about it. I think it's so interesting, and like, I don't know. I, I know some people who are, but I don't know a lot about it. There's another comedian who I was like, Are you on SSRIs? And then he's like, Yeah, I just told you that last week. And I was like, I've got to stop asking people if they're on SSRIs. <laughs> <laughs> that is your favorite question. That's your favorite question. Um, what was I going to say? I feel like I mean, sides again. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Lesbians been doing that forever, right? Yeah, right. So, it but exists. they also do penetrative sex, and if you suggest that they don't, then you'll have to apologize. So well, just, of course, but that's my point. Is that there's plenty of like I like I think something that um, anybody who doesn't have a penis who's ever had sex with other people that don't have penises know that the the the. It's so ex- sex is such an expansive word. It can mean so many things, and right. a lot of times it doesn't include penetrative sex. Right. But like, if you do have a penis, I think that's like where your brain goes. It's like if this goes in something, then that is sex, right. and that is like the end all be all. So like, you can do it. Can be sex can be whatever you want it to be. You know, I think as people pleasers, there's like this. I feel with people pleasing that we so like subconsciously become like not the main character, which is a weird way of thinking about it. But it's like, oh, my goal in sex or my goal in this interaction is always to like make another person 
happy yeah and it's like wait you're a star also the main character like relax like this is for you it's all for you everything is for you you don't owe anyone anything be a bitch be a gay guy <laughs> be a any guy you know what i mean yeah be it. yeah well i mean i think you can probably have both you can be you can like make sure that i don't know i mean it's about making sure everybody's having a good time yeah but i also think if you're having like casual sex definitely you can be a little bit more selfish with like what you're doing with your time and like i don't know totally. i think that's also a, a good part of gay men is that there's like a lot more like casual like truly casual sex that's right yeah yeah you can you can be aside right now and then if the thought comes across your mind that you want to fuck or get fucked then you just do it yeah okay? say so you just can't you can't be tied down yeah one the word untethered is, soul one, one word uh, is not enough to hold you down right. the untethered soul was one a book i did read did you read that no no <laughs> i'll give it to you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god drew thank you so much for being on the podcast oh you're so welcome we, thank you for doing we this. appreciate so it um before we wrap up yeah. do you want to plug your socials and your show again sure sure my up? socials are at i'm drew anderson and the show um again is julia i'm gonna split an hour with julia at littlefield um 8 p.m april 17th so there, come it'll be an amazing show. two days after you. the titanic went down <laughs> oh my, that's actually we have that in mind <laughs> is it five no two is days it, we uh, were no. like when should we do the show two days that'll be respectful <laughs> to the titanic let's do that a couple it's days after time to kind of forget you know that. april right. 15th as everybody knows is the day the titanic <laughs> went down r.i.p um all right well we always i forgot to say this at the beginning yes. we always end with a smooch into the microphone all right Aww. you guys ready yeah. one two three what's up boys at home thank you so much for listening to our podcast boys club connor where can they find you on instagram at connor janda c-o-n-o-r janda is panda with a j and you can follow me at nico carney n-i-c-o-c-a-r-n-e-y you can follow us both at boys club comedy on instagram uh, and we have a live show our live show is at club coming typically on the last friday of the month and it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people and we'd love to see you there yeah often people from the podcast so come check those out uh if you live in new york we'd love to see you there bye boys bye boys Thank you.